Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, I just want to say thank you so much to all of you who listen. If you haven't already, please go on iTunes Podcast and leave a review. And let's get into this episode. So, how are you, Yaya? I'm cool. Yourself? <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. I'm sorry. I'm always tired. When am I never tired? How was your vacation? It was great. It was fun. I partied. Partied hard. Um, it was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was very relaxing. Definitely want to go away again. I don't know where, though. I really want to leave the country, but I got to wait for that. So. I want to go to Mexico. I don't know. I just want to be somewhere else. But I feel like I feel like the beaches start looking, like the, look, looking the same after a while. Like, I want to, if I'm going to leave the country, I want to leave the resort and do, like, cultural things. They really get to know, like, what the locals are about and, you know, knowing the history of the, of where I'm visiting. I notice that, like, two people be like, oh, I'm going to DR. Oh, I'm going to, <laughs> Never not, going I mean, to not my DR. DR right now. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they be like, I'm going to Jamaica or Bahamas, but they, the beaches look the same. Like, y'all only stay on the resort. Right. You don't do anything else. So I'm just like, you might as well just go to fucking Miami and just chill, chill in Miami if that's that's the case. You know. Yeah, but I feel like some trips you just want to like go and relax. Although every trip I go on, I feel like we've always like went on and like gone on historic little. Yeah, but I feel like most people, a lot of people I know, don't do that. They I don't, don't know. like. I feel like what's the point of visiting a country and saying that you've been there if you don't take a day or two to figure out like besides the excursions, I'm like just figure out like what the locals do, go into the town and you know things like that. Cause I'm like. It, to me, if you're going to, if you say you're going to DR, you're going to be at Bahamas. The beaches are the same. Mm-hmm. You really are at you technically, essentially, you are in the same place. So, I I just feel like if I'm going to travel, I have to venture out and see see other places and, and get to really know the culture and the history and stuff like that. I mean, I, that's just who, who I am. I, I'm a culture history freak, so you know I. I take the time out for that. A lot of people don't like it or they think it's boring, but I find it super fascinating. So I love it. I love love to eat like whatever they eat. I love to even if I go to Jamaica. Like when we went to Jamaica back in like 2017, we was in an all inclusive hotel. It kind of pissed me off because they cook food to appease the tourists, and I feel like how do you get to know what Jamaica is if you don't have like true J- Jamaican food, even though you because that's Jamaica, all I would want. Yeah, like I would want some, you know, some curry goat, some jerk chicken. They had jerk chicken. They had a jerk chicken like um, hut on the beach on my resort. When I mean that shit was the blandest chicken I ever had. It, it didn't even taste like barbecue, like southern barbecue chicken. It just tasted like rotisserie that they put on the grill real quick. I was kind of pissed off about it. It tastes like they had mad time. But, you know, the white folks going to be like, oh, my God, this shit is fire. This is what your chicken is like. There's no heat. I, I don't know. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to appease other folks. If you come into my, my resort, if I ever have a resort somewhere, you're going to eat what the locals eat and how they eat it. That's it. Yeah, like, I feel like it should be that. I would want every meal, essentially, to be yeah. of that. But, unfortunately, they don't. I'm not here for, like... 
They're cheeseburgers. Like and that's what they were selling. Like I mean, at the at the like in the dining room or whatever the dining area of the resort, it was chicken fingers, French fries, and I'm like, I'm like, if that's the case, then stay your fucking ass where you came from, then. You know, I just don't understand. That's like some people like, why even go down south and go to a southern restaurant if you don't like grits? Like you know, certain things are like a like a lot of southern dishes like. Hushed puppies or oh, I love hush. Puppies. I love hush puppies. Hush puppies or neck bones. Neck bones. Well, I'm, I'm a I'm a turkey neck. I girl. like uh, <laughs> what's them little uh, the the what's them little pieces that they fry of like the chicken, the gristle and all of that. The chicken back. All them little pieces. Chicken back or are you talking about um gizzards? Gizzards like I love chicken gizzards. I love shit fried, like that. Or even like um. Like, my family's Geechee, Gullah Geechee, so it's just like, we're seafood people. So if you go to the Charleston area, or like, Savannah area, or whatever, I don't know, some of us mad live for no reason. A <laughs> hater out there, I know, right? But it's like, they're seafood people, so they have like, crab rice, okra oh soup, my God. like, things like that. And I'm like, if you're going to travel there, you you should be able to That's be open to eating different foods. Or, you know, like, if I was to travel to Haiti, I would want some tassel. But I don't know. When people say they don't like grits, I'm like, that's so weird to me because maybe it's, I think it may be a texture thing. But, but grits no. is like, it's, I like putting sugar in my, my t- Me too. I grew up on sugar. Yeah. Like recently as I got older, as I got older, like I want to say when I was in like high school, that's when I started adding cheese to it because my granny always been like, do you want sugar or you want cheese? And I'm like, no, give it to me. It's sweet. But it depends on how you make it. Like the thing about the beauty about grits is that it's so versatile you could eat it really sweet or you could eat it very savory or and salty. So, I don't know. But I feel like people people never had good grits. Like, if, when I make my grits, I make it with heavy cream only. Like, I don't use water. I don't use milk. Oh, you, stri- put, you put cream? No, I'm sorry. I'm not ha- yeah, I cook it with chicken broth. No, vegetable broth or chicken broth. And then I put heavy cream in it. Because, say you make a big pot of grits. If you only cook it with water or regular 1% milk, it's going to be hard. You're going to put it in the refrigerator. It's never going to be creamy. So, oh, see, okay, so the only time that I put any type of, like, milk in my grits is if I do, like, a cheddar grits, if I'm making, like, shrimp and grits mm-hmm. or something like that. But when I make regular grits, I literally, I just make it with even water. When I, even when I make it sweet. And throw sugar in it. Even when I make eat it sweet, I like to add the heavy cream because it, it gets rid of, like, that grainy texture that people hate. Mm. So, if I, um, so, for example, if I am going to make sugar grits, I will not add the vegetable or chicken broth to it. To do you know the kind yeah, because that don't make no sense. Doesn't make sense. Then That's I'll add weird. the water, and then I'll um, add the heavy cream. And if you don't have heavy heavy cream, the least I would do is half and half. I half mm. and half. I've never plate. had it like that, but I'll, I'll try. I it. cannot. But that's what most places cook it with a heavy cream. When you get that, when they get the creamy, like that, that's they make it with heavy cream. Mm. I feel like I'm not gonna waste grits. Grits, especially you get grits that cook for like 40 minutes. Oh, see, I get I'm grits. not wasting my time over no damn stove, and I can't eat it the next day because I don't like that. It tastes like rocks. I get the quick grits. Oh, I eat my. Even with the quick grits, you can put heavy cream in that shit real quick. Man, grits are so good. Did you ever put sugar in your rice? No, I haven't. Well, that's like rice pudding. No, I'm talking about just sugar. Like it was like a dessert when I was a kid. That shit was so fire. I never did that, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. I just feel like people just need to be open to like wherever they travel to and eat. Because especially if you go to uh, like. The, like New Orleans or like I said like the Gullah Geechee but that's Coast. that's like a dream. Go there and eat? Yeah, what? People, and like, I was like, you don't eat mud bugs if you don't know what mud bugs is, crawfish. 
like you bust crack that neck Although open. Although sometimes I don't see the point of crawfish. Like it, it kind of annoys me. That really? It's like it's a lot of work for. It's me. not. But it's like, but it's like going to a, bo- a seafood boil and having shrimp and crab legs. You busting it open. No, no. You can it see is. how big your shrimp is in your hand. Like the shit is big. You're that crawfish just tastes so good. You suck the, suck the head and the, um, the tail. It is good. And, it, and I just love it. You know, even like when I go to New Orleans, or not, I've never been on New Orleans. Excuse me. When I eat like Cajun Creole food, I love alligator. People don't eat alligator. I love fried alligator oh my god it is so mm. bomb i get from papa Do's every time i go mm. alligator nuggets i love Bye. alligator and people say might think it's nasty but think somebody you know people might think that we're nasty for eating fucking steak and from india you know what i'm saying so you know just keep an open mind when you travel i think it's bullshit that we don't open and eat different things now i'm not sitting here eating fucking crickets i might eat in- insects but i would definitely eat you know different things you don't and different want to take down a roach girl i mean technically we are eating roaches when we eat shrimp and lobster but oh my god but it's different because you know it lobster is. used to be it used to it didn't used to be a delicacy it used to be like for the peasants but um it's good you know but i don't know that's just my thing so but it was cool i, I had fun it was nice to get out of new york for a little bit and just chill out, chill out and um that's it all right so, this week we got a question from a listener. Mm-hmm. And here it goes. So, I went out one night with my girl. My friend brought his friend along, and I was feeling him, and I guess she was too because she kept touching on him jokingly. Something I don't have to do. She's not attractive, so I guess she felt she had to do that. La shade. Mm-hmm. Long story short, he and I dropped her to her place and I ended up staying with him and have been with him ever since. We've been on a crazy fr- we we'd been on a few outings and have a crazy connection. I saw her a few days after and she asked me if I had sex with him because she did. I was confused because I was with him every day since since so I thought she was lying plus the way she delivered the news and him denying that shit, I was just confused. Apparently, she DM'd him and I guess did a drive-by, um, but it's all so messy. And then she continued. So now my issue, of course, with him, a nigga will be a nigga. But I feel like she should have hit me. She should have hit me up to ask me about him. She saw me get his number and she saw that I was feeling him and we even dropped her home and left together. I mean, she was even in the back seat. So now we're in a weird space. I do like him and all, but I know I'll have to cut ties. All right, so my thing is are you, wait, is that done? Is that over? So then I had questions. Okay. What's the question? Just cuz I like to clarify things. I said drive by means they had sex. She said, yes. I said, and this is after you guys started getting close. Yes. I said, so they had sex. So I was a little confused. I didn't know if they had sex before she met him or after, but they had sex after. And then, okay. Where am I at? She Sorry, I'm trying to like read our conversation and make sense of. Okay, all right, so now we can answer. All right, so all right, so I know you. My thing is this: you, 
what I didn't like initially is like y'all seem like y'all were competing for one guy essentially because it's like you already seen he she was touching all on him and then you threw shit at your friend because I'm even if I was upset at my friend or what she did I don't think I would have said all that I don't know if you come out it's coming out of anger or whatever that's for one that that doesn't sit well with me but you guys were competing for the same guy because you already seen that she was attracted to him on whatever and he looked like they had some type of chemistry it seems like or he was just flirting with everybody that to me i would have just fell back initially so you set yourself up too you can point your point the finger at the friend but also to me i just felt like you you knew what it was hitting for that you see what was going down that's why i was a bit confused at the question because i was like well it seemed like both of you guys were showing interest yeah so and like both of y'all i mean i mean don't get me wrong like all right if she seen if he if initially that you guys exchange information and she witnessed that she should have fell back but that kind of i i don't think that's your friend and i don't think you're a friend to her either but to me what i was saying was why would she if she really knew i guess the first place that they were at where they all had first met each other. She's touching on him. Like, who's doing what first? You know what I'm saying? Between, yeah. between yeah. each girl. You get what I'm saying? It's not. Because it if it's I clear. saw my homegirl touching up on some guy, like, in the I like you way, I would I'm even, not even going to exchange information with him. So, essentially, like, you're... You all over the place, too, sis. So, you can be you can be upset with her, but she has everybody to be upset with you. You know, depending on what happened first. That's true. So... Now, I think this guy decided to just have his cake and And eat eat it too. Mm -hmm. He saw two girls show interest in me. I'm going to entertain both of them, right? He's hanging out with you. You guys are saying you have a crazy, you're saying that you guys have a crazy connection. But to me, it's like the connection can't be that crazy if he then goes behind your back and fucks your Mm homegirl that he knows is your homegirl. And and how long have you, they were talking for only a couple of days? Yeah, it's been some time. For some time. Oh, and then I asked her if they had sex, and she said, yeah, they had sex, too. So, he's just, like, having a good time. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't, I mean, is it something you guys can get over? I don't know. Maybe you guys can, but I wouldn't trust. I said 86 him because you can't trust him. You can't trust him. Because. Yeah, no, definitely. He lied about having sex with her, and he, he lied at first when she asked him, and then he admitted it later. It just seems like it's messy on all, all sides. And then, but what threw me off is that the friend told her they had sex, and she was like, "I had sex with him because I wanted to clear the air." And I was like, "What air was there to be cl- cleared?" Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I think whoever this person is, maybe you need to revisit yourself and look at yourself in your mirror and do some self reflection because you might want to be mad at this friend or whatever and think she may be shady too but you a shady bitch yourself because ain't no way in hell and i'm sorry i don't give a fuck you you know i'm not gonna sit there and entertain a guy that my friend is flirting and flirting with and he's flirting with back and it's like caressing each other you know that shit don't even make any sense so it's kind of yeah, like a it's karma. All crazy. It like, sounds messy as fuck. No, it sounds like what am I thinking? It sounds messy as fuck. It sounds like two girls competing, competing over this guy, and then this guy being a guy and taking advantage of it. And but I, they're friends. That's the problem. They're friends. And then I felt like when you were like a nigga gonna be a nigga to me, it's just like sometimes I hate as women that we we get so mad at the woman and we're like, but that's just a guy being a guy. But no. This is a person who y'all were trying to 
start dating or whatever and he went and fucked your homegirl so fuck him first of all let's let, let's let's bring it back a little bit because now i'm trying to think think for a second how close are you two that she didn't know that you were still cease like spending time with him and and how did you not know that you that that she wasn't communicating with him because i know where my friends like, i'm not saying i give every detail but they know exactly like especially if it's a new guy in the picture I don't know, maybe just because we're paranoid. We'd be like, yo, we linking it with so-and-so. I'm turning my, so sending you my location. Because you never know. People are crazy, you know? They ha- Like, you're not speaking about, like, you're not dealing with this guy or whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying your friend needs to know everything about who you're dating and what y'all doing. But to me, now I'm questioning, like, how sincere is is the friendship. Because it doesn't even make sense. So you could be mad at her, but I feel like you are equally as responsible because you you felt like I don't know, maybe the liquor was in you or something, but you felt like you you needed to compete too. So I think eighty six the guy. For oh, definitely sure. he yeah, he's a clown. The guy has to go. Like he he basically low key kind of played both of y'all. Oh, d. You know he very he he took advantage of a situation that seemed easy to him. He like, better be oh. cute with money. I swear the guy y'all better got some shit out of him. In the words of Yaya. I'm just saying, because y'all both look fucking stupid now. And then I, you're looking at him, looking at her, her crazy, like... I think as far as the homegirl, to me, I don't think you guys are really friends. I think, um... I don't know, just speaking for myself, like, again, I don't know who saw who having first, interest right. first, but... If I see my friend has interest in a guy, I'm not even looking exactly. at him. I'm not paying him no mind. Even if he was all oh, on, even if mm-hmm. he was on me, you know, and didn't want to speak to my friend, just knowing my friend had that interest, mm-hmm. I'm already off it. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm not paying it any mind. There is no communication beyond that. I mean, I've had guys that have tried to talk to my friend and then it didn't work out, and then they came around and tried to talk to me, and I was like, no. Why would you even think I would entertain something like this? And so, I don't know. To me, that's just like a barrier that I don't cross. And like I said, I don't even care if they, if it never went anywhere. If it was just like conversation and y'all went on a few dates, I can't date you. Yeah. It no. makes me feel weird. Yeah. Like, it's just, I, I mean, and that's just, I think that's the problem. Like, people don't know the dynamics of, like, what what is a friendship? And what boundaries are there? Because... That's some shit that would never fly in my circle. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe you need to do a self-reflection on yourself, too. And and figure out, like, what needs to be changed and really define what, your, what do you expect from a friend and, and what should friends expect from you. Because that's some shit that shouldn't have even went down. This all could have been avoided. Yeah, to me, stuff like that doesn't even get talked about. Yeah. Because you don't even, what? like, yep, yep. I know my best friends, they not doing that at all. Oh, like, we stay talking about how trash bitches is. So, it's like, it, it's, it's not, not going to be us. It's not happening. So, I mean, like, you need to really figure out what kind of friend that you that you want to be. And is this person really your friend? You know? I don't think you guys are really friends. Like, to yeah. me, that's something that I feel like... I feel like because it sounded more so like a competition and because, you know... You do shade. Maybe she cute. went... Like, cause say she, say she fucked him just to be like, hi, I could fuck him, right? Say that's just what was going on in her mind. <clears throat> Knowing that you guys are talking or whatever. Cause I think I did ask, did she know that you guys were talking? She said, yeah. I said, did she know that y'all like were talking? She was like, yeah. Um, well, punch that bitch in the face, regular. 
Mm-hmm. You not, I'm serious because now it's like it's too many boundaries being crossed. I'm it's me, she's being disrespected. Um, but I just like I said, I that's not your friend, point blank period. And I don't think you're her friend, friend either. Exactly, you're not. So her friend either. I think for all of y'all, it was like a messy circle, and y'all was like you, her, and the guy was messy. And I truly do think y'all let that man take advantage of y'all. Mm-hmm. Like he knew exactly what it was. Listen. It get new friends, and before you get new friends, yeah. Also, I'm not you calling mean. my friend ugly. <laughs> yes, I'm saying like even if my friend was dead ass ugly, like I'm not sitting there <laughs> saying oh she's not cute anyway. Like something is something is wrong with you. Or maybe no no no. Okay, maybe she's she mad. Pro- she probably said that now because she's mad. She's mad. Okay, and then you a bird because you seen that they was conversing each other and flirting and shit, and you decided to still execute the transaction of getting his phone number. I don't care. And I'm sorry if you feel offended, but it just like to me it doesn't make sense. We're grown ass women here and it's time to make adult ass decisions. And if you how do you expect to sustain relationships with women if you could if you keep violating and in, 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 in competition with each other? That shit doesn't even make any sense. Something that's something as trivial as this. This is very trivial. This is something like this is girl code. This is like fucking common sense here. But you know, a lot of people don't have girl code. And a lot of friendships And this is what happens. Because there was this post. This has nothing to do with this um, situation. But there was a post that was like, I don't understand how y'all be uh, best friends with a girl that beat y'all up. And I'm like, yo, I've heard of that mad times where like two girls you know, get into know a fight and then they turn it late. But it could be, but it depends. Because I feel like, you know. I, was like, we friends before and then you whooped my ass? No. Well, I think, okay, like, well, this is high school. This, this is something that happened in high school with two girls. And a matter of fact, it happened around, I think it was at Nikki's birthday dinner in high school. Um, one of Nikki's best friends from high school beat up another girl that we went to school near us or whatever. Mm-hmm. Them girls are like sisters to this day. And they had, like, wild beef in high school. I mean, I think people grow, I think. But how bad did you whoop my ass? She whooped her ass bad. Nah, I can't fuck with you. I can't fuck with I you. Think, I think yeah, we could yeah, have I'll that ass. I'll whoop your ass. I think we could be cool. I think. I, mean, I don't think we could be friends. I think we could be cordial. I, I think we could be cordial. raise your voice at me. I will say what, I'm gonna say what I want to say with a black eye and, and peace. The fuck? I ain't going to stop what I got to say. Like, But no, but I, know, I really think that, like, I think there are, you know, certain like rules that women abide by that is like common sense it's it's like for example like you know not to murder somebody no one has to tell you to kill not to kill someone no one has to tell you to um to not steal it's kind of in our nature to know that it's wrong right so it's it doesn't make sense so whoever this listener is, I'm sorry if you felt away. I'm not gonna hold my tongue to make you feel comfortable about the situation, but I think it's time for you to do some self reflection and cut both of them motherfuckers off. Yes. And it's okay to start over, but it's time to to really try to reinvent yourself because you're not a good friend either. And that's that. Messy. <laughs> All right. Did you ask the BET Awards? Yeah, I did. How'd you feel? I think they did. I think it was amazing. I think they did really good. They did good, good last year too. It's, I think they did good last, last year. year. It seemed like they're getting they're getting really they doing really well. Really, first they, of all, that Mary tribute. Mm-hmm. All right, let's start from the beginning today. 
Cardi B opens up with Offset. First of all, Offset dancing. I was like, oh, my nigga got moved. Yes. Yeah, right. when he did the little neck shit. Yeah. I was like, oh. Oh, no. Oh. oh. I was like, okay, Offset. Um, I don't like, I don't too much care for the clout song, but I thought that was a bomb performance. Yeah, I think good. they did really, they really did good. Well. I think she did good performing press. Even that's another song I don't care for either. But live, both of them songs to me, it's great. Definitely a vibe. I think um, Regina Hall. The opening was bomb. I thought that shit. Was I love funny. the fact they incorporated Go Go because I feel like Go Go right now is like is in. If you don't know what Go 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 is, basically the DMV area music. And um, but the thing about Go Go is like. It's kind of under attack right now. Yeah, mute DC. Yeah, it's kind of under attack because of gentrification. So um, I think it was great that they brought that out. And I know probably a lot of those songs that you probably hear at parties and I know it was go-go. So um, I thought that was fucking phenomenal. And that just shows like, and this is something I always stress, like people think African-Americans or excuse me, or black Americans or whatever you want to identify as, as a black person who is, you know, a descendant of enslaved Africans here or enslaved indigenous people here. Y'all keep thinking that we are a fucking monolith and we're all the same. Like, depending on where you are in the country, we have our own separate cultures, our own separate music and food and things like that and how we cook and stuff. And I'm just glad that we was able to see, like, the DMV area's culture, which I thought was fucking fire. Yeah. I think she was fire. If you want to know a really good go-go song, it's mad old, but it's called Sexy Lady. And it goes like, sexy lady, give me your number, girl. Roll with it, roll with it. That's a really good one. And there's another one. It's like, looking for a girl that's around my way. Anyways, those are two really popular go-go songs. One is called Sexy Lady. I think the other one is like, looking for a girl from around my way or something like that. Go-go music is definitely a vibe, especially during barbecue season. Yeah. This is definitely time. Especially you go to D.C. or like, if you're in Baltimore or anywhere like that, like, you can definitely hear that in somebody's apartment complex with some chicken on the grill, with some tater salad. It's definitely about. I love that. Yeah. So I thought that was fire. Um, I thought they did a good job handing out awards. Because I feel like... Hmm. Now I'm thinking about it, I don't really remember it. But I wasn't, like, mad at anything. I wasn't like, What? That's some bullshit. Honestly, I didn't pay attention to the awards. I, it was more about the performances. The only thing that award that the award that stuck out to me was LMA when she said, um, "Let the music speak for itself" or some shit. Like you know, that. it was very shady to me though. Jacquees did not get nominated for any BET awards, and I like, I know he's had like his little shit in the um with like her song and whatever, yeah. but. Jacquees makes very, very good, good songs, very good R&B songs, and he had some good songs last year, like the Metter in the Club song, I think that was last year, Metter in the Club, with Diesel. older than that. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Maybe older than that. Maybe. And I think he came out with an album last year, so I was like, but why didn't he get, not-? like, he makes good music. I don't know. That's a good, but I feel like honestly, I feel like Ella May's gonna be a one-hit wonder. She ain't coming back out, and she's not gonna have a black, a, a, a banger like Buddha. Like, you know how Cardi B, everybody thought Cardi B was gonna be like in and out. No, Cardi B is here to stay. I don't feel that she way with Ella May. machine behind her. Yeah, I feel like Ella May, yeah, she has DJ Mustard, but I just feel like, first of all, I didn't care for her album. I didn't care for her either. I didn't care for the only song I liked on there. I think I liked the one with John Legend and the one with her. I mean, y'all ran boot up into the ground. 
Um, but other than that, I just feel like we're not gonna hear from her. She might write music from people, but I think that's as far as it's gonna go. I thought what she said at the end when she was like, "When you let the music talk and or whatever," or some shit like that. I yeah. thought that was super shady. I thought it was no reason for that because again, I would don't be mad because Jacquees' song to me it was better than the song you had. Tripping, I thought it was better. Yeah, I just thought it was better. That's the only person who stuck out to me who um, won awards. Uh, I thought, what else? What else happened? You know what's kind of weird? I didn't real. Um, somebody was talking to me about it the other day, but I didn't really pay attention to a sort. This um, the exonerated five before they introduced her. Corey Wise is really fucked up. Yes, I saw the way it. he was when he his little line. Like I thought, he, I think he. I, but I think that moment for him was a mix of nervousness, but also seeing all of the love that was coming out. Like it looked like he was more emotional than anything. Like I felt like seeing all of those people give them all of that love, even though I know they're all fucked up. Um, I thought that's kind of where that emotion came from. You think from. so? Because I'm like, I'm watching. Cause somebody was telling me the other day, and I was just like, they were just like, you have to watch him um, during interviews. The like, Oprah one. Cause they, they, Oprah has a Netflix interview with them that I want to watch. Oh, really? I, uh-huh. I, didn't see, I didn't see it, so I'm, I'm about to watch it because what I was told was that he was very trippy. Like, you could tell he's on medication, and I think he actually is on medication or something like that, but his... I'm like this is so fucked up because he is so damaged from yeah that moment like just seeing it yeah it kind of, I was just like oh, uh, my, it just me. made my heart hurt. yeah and I'm just because his, his we don't know what trauma he has experienced because I honestly believe he was raped even though they didn't show it in the the um when they and when they see us but I think he was raped multiple times I believe that too and that shit is fucked up because he, no matter how much money they give them he's never gonna be the same yeah. It really and hopefully now he's like surrounded by great people that's going to support him and things like that. But he looks he looked um he looked like he ain't doing too. He looked well. like he wanted to tear. Like, yeah, it, like it looked like not he was right. about to like really choking start or something. Yeah, yeah, like he's like choking on like trying to keep himself from crying or something. And yeah, that little moment it, I remember it, it hurt my heart. Yeah, like, I was, I was like, like he's, he's not there. He's not all the way there. Um, I thought the her performance with Y being Corday was. And I never even heard of him until last night. Amazing, and I've always said I cannot get into her because I just want her to take off the fucking glasses. You can't get into her. You know, I always, I always said you're always listening to her, and I'm like, I can't get into that. Are you serious? Because she needs to take off her glasses. You don't know what she looks like. No, but. Girl. Well, show me after. All right. But, She's cute. But I love, like, that performance and just knowing how young she is. It's like to be, and he's very young, too. I'm like, to be so young and so conscious and to be able to, like, articulate yourself. Like, both of them, like, they did an amazing job. So I thought that was amazing. Um, I don't, I guess, I, Mary's, Mary's little tribute was dope. I was, listen everything that wig she had on the whole time i was like i cannot wait to send this shit to dawn like i need a wig wig like this for the fall winter Mm -hmm. mary fine as hell like she just looks amazing that performance was amazing when lil kim came out amazing that little that little slick me red wig look him had on when met the man fire when met the man came out through my box at the tv you said wow here Take no. me however you want to. Um, 
I thought that was amazing. I'm happy that she didn't let no one do her tribute. Like, I'm happy that she did that herself. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm, I, gotta take, I gotta go back. You really can't get into her because of her fucking glasses. <laughs> do you, are you not listening to the soul in the songs? I be trying, but like, I just need to see her. Why? <laughs> the music speaks for itself. That's why she's wearing glasses because she feels like it's going to be a distraction. She, didn't, she said that she want to wear glasses because she don't want her looks to be be in question or what you mix with what is that and she's like she keeps telling people i'm philip my mother's filipino my father's black like i don't just focus on the music but the glasses are a distraction for me that's what mary j blige did when she first came out well maybe because i was a baby so maybe when she took them things off but i do believe her music is changing you know think i think it's changing for like the worst in the sense it's becoming more pop but even though like her first Two EPs are, are awesome. So gotta give it another chance. Tell me more about her. I see, I'm just oh, waiting for the I'm just waiting for the weekend to drop this. Fire. See, I can't get in control. I can't can't get into let's, let's let's all get into this this sad R and B music. That's what I like to hear from him. Um What else was big last night? The Nipsey Hustle tribute. I didn't I didn't love the tribute. I like the end of the tribute. I think John Legend did an amazing job. Uh, I think what was the beginning with uh, YG, and I think those were Nipsey Hussle's friends. I was like, yeah, I didn't think they did a good job, um, but also they're not performers, so it's just like whatever. I really, really wasn't paying attention to them. Uh-huh. What, what what I was paying attention to was his mother and his father when they came back up on the stage, and it frustrates me because people think something's wrong with his mother and it's nothing's wrong with her. I mean, she's hurt. I don't think anything's wrong. I think I, she's grieving. I think she's grieving. And I also, not only that, I think she's in a different spiritual place. I think people are so used to people being hysterical and on the floor. Like, I think people want her to be in shambles. I think people want her to... You don't crying. think people are looking at her as she's speaking and thinking she's in shambles? No. Or like that she I think people think she's crazy. Yes, that's what that's what I, I mean. Like I she's think off. people think that she's crazy. Um and it has nothing to do with his death. I think when you're in a spiritual place, especially if you deal with like African spirituality or indigenous spirituality, if you know anything about it, you're you're at peace with his death. And she's just speaking about her experience about like like what happened at that moment and transition transitioning and things like that if you're not up to if you're not a spiritual person who deals with like dealing with your ancestors or any deities or whatever you're not going to understand why she is the way that she is she's not fucking crazy um is she still grieving of course she lost her baby boy uh but for if you're not if like i said if you're not someone who is either like a christian or anything or deal with any type of religion or any type of spirituality you're going to think something's wrong. And I think that's why... I think after hearing her speak at his funeral, I kind of knew that she was like on a higher level yeah. mentally and spiritually yeah. than I am. And so I was just like... Even though I don't quite understand everything that she's saying, it's like... I didn't look at her like, oh, she's off or something wrong with yeah. her. I was just like, this is a very spiritual being. Um, and even like the way the grandmother was talking or and just how comfortable they are with being like, we felt like someone was going to die. So we were, so my 
um she was like my mom was sleeping in her living room because she thought it was her time and when yeah. they took her because she was a hoarder she wanted to be in the living room because if she was all the way in the back of her room she was scared that no one would be able to get her out yeah and so to me it's like i've never like me and my family don't we i never even heard of something like that and so yeah. i was just like oh they just different yeah like just they're very like spiritual beings yeah. and so that's what I kind of... T- so, when she started talking, I was just like... I expected it because I know how she was speaking at his funeral. So, I was just like, okay. Yeah. When you when you want a different level and you really are trying to be... To be open and your, and your third eye is really opening. You start experiencing different things that you thought you'd never experienced. It, like, your spirit guide starts communicating with you. And you just feel it. Like, something, you, you just know. Like, you just know. So, but, but yeah, I thought the I thought the BET Awards were pretty. It was pretty damn good. I, I was very very pleased with it. Yeah, me too. I think very they pleased. did. Oh, Tyler Perry's fucking speech. Amazing. Oh my god, this shit was uh like if you A didn't mood. feel that, if you didn't feel that, and and this is exactly what I'm always saying. Like we. We just had to start investing into ourselves, like, and stop trying to ask for people to include us into things. Mm-hmm. Because when he said, like, when everybody was trying to get a seat at the table, talking about Oscar, so he built his own. He has his own fucking studio in Atlanta. And he's like, he built his studio in the hood. Yes, um, and just all of these things. And one of the things about Tyler Perry that I, that I've always noticed since he came out is that he's always been judged. Oh, this is man. He's wearing these dresses and oh, he's, he's portraying. Let me get, yeah, it's he's like, portraying the older black woman and all of these things. But when you heard his story, it's like, and I never judge him because me, when yeah. I was growing up, Mud Deer was funny. Yeah. Like I remember Mud Deer touring and all of that. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was always funny, and it was always something that the church was into and all of those other things. And but hearing the backstory about how he was like, th- like this was me portraying my mother and yeah. her friends, and all of these things. And I was just like, yo, that's such an amazing story. And just hearing, or when Taraji was like, he was the first person to actually pay, pay me my mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. And this was a black man. I was just like, yo, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And just knowing his, he was slept in a car, knowing his history and stuff like that. It just, it is beautiful. And I'm glad that he was able to tell the story in front of millions of people who are watching um and you know this is just to say like we could do this too like he's doing it for us mm-hmm. and, and and i'm glad he had the, had that outlet and that's the main goal like how can we put ourselves in a position to help our community um, i feel like too many times we're just trying to trying to appease others and trying to show off like okay i got this i got that but no one has any assets and that's why he made it his business to reiterate own your own business own your own shit your everything that means if you're an artist, own your own masters. And I, I think right now, our generation is where a lot of us are becoming independent. So I'm glad that we're owning our own shit. But we really need to. That's our intellectual property. We don't know what that could do in a, in a couple of years. That could feed your children and shit like that. You know, there's nothing wrong with the investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I thought I loved that. Just loved it. I agree. Yeah, I felt like that was like, just hearing that, I was like, ooh. That's like one of those clips that you save in your phone and you play uh-huh. it back just to get some inspiration. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that was very amazing. Was there anything else that stood out? Mm-mm. <sighs> I don't think so. But overall, I give it a, a A. Like, I thought that was a mm-hmm. great show. 
yeah, I thought definitely. everybody did really, really good. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week I asked the listeners what they wanted us to talk about. And I got some interesting things. So where do you want to start? I have Diddy not letting Kim Porter rest in peace. I don't know even what that means. I personally think he is letting her. Yeah, rest what in are peace. you talking about? Like what are you what are you saying? I think You know what it is? I think we have to stop judging how people grieve. Right. And I think but like And we also have to understand that like Kim Porter, in a sense, she doesn't really mean anything to us per se. And I'm not saying like, in a sense, like she's not a family member. Mm -hmm. She's not close to us. This is someone that we've seen along the years who, um, who was with Diddy for however long. And that was it, right? But there was never, like I could say with me, there was never a connection for me with Kim Porter, I was just like, oh, like she's so beautiful or whatever. And I think most people felt the same way. But that was the mother of his twins. And their son. And their son. Yeah. And the person that he was with for years upon years. And I can only... It's one thing for someone... Okay, this woman that... We don't ever think about the people who we, the closest to us, dying because you don't even want that to be a thought. Then this person passes away, and you just realize, like, mm-hmm. all the things you should have done, all the things you should have said, all of the, you know, all of the love that you would have put out 10 times more had you known that this person would pass away at such a young age. I just feel like. Until you're in that situation and, you, and you're grieving, don't judge nobody else. Just be quiet. How about that? It's easier to project, you know, it's easier to, to project how you feel about the situation when you never experienced it. When you lose the love of your life, then we can have this conversation on how to deal with it. Until then, if you never did it, be quiet. That's it. It's just as simple. Like, who the fuck are we to tell somebody how to grieve? Yeah. Like, what? This shit is fresh as hell. It happened in November. And it also raising these... These little girls. These little girls. Like, I'm fuck? like, I know that totally turned his life upside down. I don't, I just don't get it. Like, I don't even know. I, like, I'm really frustrated about this question or this topic. Yeah, no. It just kind of, it just frustrates me. And th- these are the people that are arguing in the shade room. <laughs> like, who the hell are you? Like, she be arguing in and the I'm, shade room. Because it's, just, it, it's, it, it's, 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 it's doesn't make any sense it's not a logical topic it's not even a logical like for you to project how you would do things if you have been in that situation which you probably have not come on and then on top of that it's public how do you have time to grieve when everything is fucking public yeah that too and then people are judging you because of how you are grieving yeah you can't he put up a post you know he every so often he'll put up a post of a picture of him and her and literally when you go down the comments people People are just like they're going in on him as if they knew their relationship exactly and how do you my thing is this have you ever been in love with somebody and just knew you could not be with that person yeah but maybe like you know what i love you but i can love you from a distance and it's gonna be hard Mm -hmm. you know how hard it is to to do that 
So please miss me with the judgment. Like, and we also don't know if they were still like in a low key relationship. Ex- that I, too. I always got those vibes from Diddy and Kim. I, he was definitely creeping over to the like, house once in a while. I'll say I never thought um, Cassie was the one. I never thought that would be much. I really honestly I thought candy. that it would come out to what it is now. You know, now she's off and she's happy and she has a child on the way and she's living her life. But I always thought Kim Porter was his true love. Me too. And I, I believe that they were sneaking around. Mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't understand. Like, I don't even know why people even want to, could even fix their mouth and say shit like that. It hasn't even been a year yet. It's literally only been since November. She, well, he died, what? She died what, a year, a week before Thanksgiving? Come on. Yeah. And they're going to have to deal with that shit for the rest of their lives right before a holiday. Well, she probably was throwing down in the kitchen. Yes. Come on, bro. Like, let, like, miss me with that. You know what I, I learned? Uh, every time that we judge somebody, it re- reveals an unhealed part. And I think I posted that the other day. Mm-hmm. You, you, whatever that is that you want to project on other people, maybe you need to do some soul searching yourself to see, see why you are having such an issue with the way somebody is grieving. Because that, to me, is ridiculous. Yeah ridiculous or like i don't know if you have an explanation on what you meant about him not letting her like i don't know but again it's only it hasn't even been a year yet like i don't i i fucking i still be in shambles i'll probably go to sleep crying every right. night because it's like we don't know the true dynamics of their situation like, so or think about lauren and nipsey hustle like i if i was lauren i probably still wouldn't be able to sleep like i would of course, I would try my hardest to stay strong for my two boys, but I don't know what I would do. It's so easy to 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 pass judgment on people when you're not in that situation or you never have experienced it. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like we just need to take a step back, stop being so goddamn judgmental, and just chill out. Yeah, like, and also, let's stop being hard on people when they're going through hard shit. We don't know where Diddy is. Like, Diddy probably put on a good face. That man could be depressed, it, suicidal. Eating, yeah, eating up, up inside. Like, yeah. what? Come on, miss me with that. Imagine him when he, go, you know, go in his room at night and turn off the lights and it's just him. Like, and then on top of that, now, not only that, now, like, okay, his girl, his girlfriend, well, well, he was broken up at the time of of her Kim Porter's death, but now Cassie got living her best life, now having a baby. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot going on. It's so all bad. It's it's like a lot going on right now. So chill out. Yeah. Chill out. Be a little be a little bit easier. Be yeah. a little bit more you know empathetic to somebody else's situation because you would want someone to have the same courtesy towards yours. So relax. Yeah, I agree. I think I think Diddy's doing fine. Honestly, I. I couldn't even be on social media. Like I, I don't know how he even. I couldn't even be on social media either because I'll be arguing with people all day. I'll be like, like, who the fuck are you? Be handing a lot of suck my dicks and send me your address. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> so I'm getting shooted. What really the fuck you mean? Address? I got, agree. Uh, the fuck? Somebody to roll past your shit real quick. This shit don't even make no sense. Okay. Um, the next one is Chloe's lying ass. Now you said you watched. I watched. The, I watched the Kardashians. I didn't. Alright, there was a lot of things, I guess, going through my mind. And it's I'm going to be all over the place with my opinion because I was trying to make sense of this shit earlier. So I watched the episode today. Um, and this is my thing. So, how, where do I start? Just knowing what led up to this episode. Um, first off, I feel, I've been in a similar situation when I was 20, 21, turning 21. 
there was I was dating a guy and I had a friend. But I think this was kinda worse than Chloe and um and uh Tristan. Tr- yeah, whatever his name is, yeah, Tristan. And Jordan. Yeah. And uh I my situation was a little different where somebody that I was cool with ended up fucking him and getting pregnant by the guy I was dating. And this was a friend. Yeah. He she didn't keep it. He made her get rid of it or whatever. Um I'm when it comes to going back to what we were talking about earlier, like when it comes to like certain friendships, I I hold it I hold like a girl code to a higher standard. Yeah. That's just me. I, I feel like it's common sense. It should be second nature. There's no reason why we need to even have a conversation to to reiterate what rules are when it comes to friendships, right? Um I I think that what Chloe's issue was is that she she's like, I'm a very understanding person. I just want her to say sorry. She never said sorry. That's what, what Chloe was saying. Okay. Chloe was like, she never said sorry, but Chris ended up speaking to Jordan and Chris was like, well, she's, you know, she's on the phone with me. She kept saying, sorry, sorry, sorry. But she's like, yeah, but she's not saying it to me. I understand things happen, but why are you not saying it to me? That's, that was Chloe's thing. Now, I think what the listener was trying to say why Chloe was lying is because she's saying that Tristan was talking about, oh, he can't live without her. Or he's going to kill herself or some shit like that. That's nigga shit. Yeah, I, I feel like guys do that often. I don't That's think it's that. I don't think that. I don't think it's a far-fetched thing. Me personally, he probably did say it. Though I think he meant it. He really no. thought he was gonna kill himself. I don't think he's gonna kill himself, but I think it's more so for him the emba- the embarrassment of what happened. Um, I truly don't think Tristan gave gave a fuck. I don't think he gives a fuck either. I think it's more like this fucking. I'm in, in I'm in this heat of a situation. Let me yeah. let me um. In order for people to think like I have a heart or some type of feeling, let me right. act like I give it. Yeah, to I don't. I don't think he gave a fuck. I, I that's what I think. And now for for Jordan, I I was kind of conflicted because let's be clear, what she did was fucked up altogether. I I, I think she should have never kissed that man. She should never let certain things go down. She shouldn't be between his legs yeah, or whatever, sitting on him, whatever the case may be. That is your best friend's sister, right? And they treated you and took you in his family. And, and I hate to c- agree with Kim Kardashian because she did say this on the show and kind of burned my soul. But she said to Kylie, or she was saying to Chloe, Kylie literally put you in a position to feed your family. Why would you fuck that up? And that is just, it's a fact. She's not lying. She's not lying. It's a She's fact. So we could be lying. angry or whatever the case may be. But it's, a, it's, it's the truth. Now, going back to my situation, when we were 2021, 20, right? Because I found myself getting angry at the Kardashians and the Jenners. I'm just like, she's 20, 21. Like, what the fuck? You got to give her a space to grow. And I think that was... Another, not to cut you off. Yeah. I think for me, when I'm thinking about this situation, I'm like, y'all are expecting so much out of someone. Even though it is fucked up to, like, to T. But, Chloe, you 34. You been you doing know shit. What you, first of all, you been doing shit. You just don't speak on it, but niggas know. You been doing shit, but you know how it felt to be 21. Same for Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Same for even Kylie. Mm-hmm. Kylie was fucking Tiger. Kylie was... Um, and not only that, Justine Scott. She's Justine not speaking Scott. To, just, she's not speaking to Justine Scott no more because she was doing... What was it? Well, she was dating um, Travis, Travis Scott. Scott. Went, so I was just like, bro, y'all know what the fuck y'all was doing. Y'all was doing... Y'all do foul shit, too. And, and that's and that's just my issue. But then I go back to that same time period in my life where I 
was violated. And I kept saying to myself, like, oh, they should give Chloe, I mean, they should give Jordan space to grow. But I'm like, I wouldn't want to talk to that bitch. To, I don't talk to that bitch to this day. I see her and walk past her. Fuck that. I don't trust you. Now, do I believe that she may have changed? Maybe. And that's if she cared enough to, because we and her never really had a conversation. But I feel at, like, I understand watching it, watching it play out and understanding being in that situation on on all levels of like how how to feel i, I just I, I just hate that it's been played out and the thing is also too hollywood is a soup excuse me holly weird is super superficial so you have them you have jordan in this in this in this realm where they do that this shit to everybody else so she probably she probably was like okay i fucked up but it's gonna be regular right but now they did it to her that's Cause she, <coughs> cause she knows she know what's really going on in that family. Yeah, she knows. She know how they get down. You don't know. They probably fucking have blood sacrifices in their fucking basement somewhere. <laughs> you know? It's, I'm dead ass. Like, you know, she probably know a lot. But I just feel at, like, I, now that I'm seeing it, just put, I'm, I'm learning to put myself in somebody else's shoes before I get angry or whatever. But I feel like karma is also a bitch. And karma comes in all shapes and sizes and all forms. Just because karma didn't hit you directly doesn't mean it can't hit your family member. Mm. So, or it can't hit your children. So you got to be careful what you do and put out there. Because it's going to come back in some shape or form. Yeah. Very true. Um, I don't know. I Here's the thing. I just feel like you don't win when you play dirty. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, and I feel like from the beginning of that situation, Chloe played dirty. I think I said this last week. Um, I think at the beginning of the situation, she played dirty, and I think everything came back to bite her in the ass. Like, you know what's interesting? Sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. I meant to mention this. In this episode, Chloe had so many headaches prior to her finding out. And it made me think about Nipsey Hussle's mother and her grandmother and things like that. You're When you're your the spirit will let you know when shit's about to go down. Mm. This girl was vomiting up blood this whole episode before um she found out. Was she pregnant? Or? No, no, she's oh, not no, pregnant. no, 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 because she pregnant. wasn't pregnant. She when wasn't that pregnant. Yeah, she took a pregnancy test because she's like she's like I wish I was pregnant because that would make sense. So why I'm vomiting and having headaches, but she's having like like she had to get an MRI. Like maybe she found out right after her MRI or the day after that this incident took place oh wow so it was just very interesting like i feel like this like if something was trying to communicate with her like to prepare because mm-hmm. some shit is about to go down mm. um and it made me think about nipsey's mother and his grandmother and things like things like that because you, when you when something's about to happen your body will let you know something's trying to communicate you on the other side and be like hey keep your eye open because you're about to hit some get go through some shit but it's fucked up and i'm like First of all, Tristan Tristan is a fuckboy. Like, when did he start dating? When they, when he was 25, 26 years old? You cannot really seriously take someone that young seriously. Especially a ball player. Yeah. And he's Jamaican. That came from nothing. Got some... <laughs> Come on, bro. You are... Like, to me, I'm just like... You cannot be this age and be that dumb. Right. I'm sorry. You can't. And then seeing how he did his baby mother with you... And did you see what she tried to post? Like, she made a whole post? Yeah, yeah. Sis. Sis. I'm telling you, these girls be thinking they different. 
No, these white women think they're different. You're she. not different. You're going to get treated and played the same way. Money or not. Mm-hmm. White or not. If he a fuckboy, he's going to be a fuckboy forever and to whoever. Exactly. It like don't mean shit. Her problem is she be trying to cling on to the wrong people. Like, sis, you know. Even MJ was telling her, like, MJ told her a couple episodes back, or maybe it was last season, maybe you should date an accountant. I think you should date an accountant. She's like, I like what I like, MJ. And guess what you like gonna get you? Gonna get you. But they did say Lamar Odom, so I didn't know he was Haitian. And they said Lamar Odom's grandmother put voodoo on her. That's why she's been having so much bad luck. <laughs> because you know what? I think this too, because I'm I'm just thinking, I don't, I particularly did not care the way she handled Lamar Odom's situation. Because this man had so many issues. But you were still sleeping with other people, dating other guys, and y'all were still married. You, how supportive were you? I also don't think everything needs to be played out on TV. Like, I get that's what y'all are, that's y'all thing, but yeah. I just don't think everything... And then get mad when people judge. Or say something to say, speak out on it. Like, I don't know. It's just strange, but whatever. Very strange people. Yeah. What other um, questions there are? The Sierra prayer and why women feel that is the answer when it's them. Well, I, let me think about it. Go ahead, Maura. Okay. So I I think like two weeks ago I had when when Cassie got pregnant, everyone was like reposting like let me know the prayers let me know the prayers and i had basically put up a post when i was just like yo y'all want all of these prayers so bad when the real the real answer to this shit is it's in you if you want more expect more put yourself in situations where you're getting more like you send them bad praying for a good man while you entertaining the same nigga shit He's not going to wake up one day, roll over one day and be mm-hmm. like, I want to be a good man. I mean, yeah, <laughs> maybe one out of a million, but most of them, once you let people get away with certain things, they're going to always think they can get away with certain things. And I think Cassie and Sierra's situation was basically one day they woke up and they was like, I'm above this shit. Like, why am I dealing with this shit? And not only it's that. It's time to move on. I feel like prayer don't work unless you do. Pray it has, has to attach to something. Let's be clear. Prayer has to attach to something. Whether you're praying for a new man, a new house, a new job, your business, or whatever it is. You cannot ask God or whatever you pray to to assist you with anything. Right? If you don't have... If you're not putting the footwork behind it. Yeah. Because you're going to be taking... Whatever you're looking at, whether it's the universe or whatever, they're gonna, it's going to look at you like a fucking joke. You're not... Because you're not... Essentially, you're not, you're not ready for it. It's like sitting on your ass... And then asking for, I don't know, some some crazy shit. But you're sitting on your ass all day. You're not doing anything. Like you can't be like, man, I'm praying. I'm I'm praying that um, I could put this shirt. I could put my shirts into Barney's. But mind you, you don't have no shirts to put into Barney's. You have no deep, no 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 prototype. You have it. You have nothing. You know, you business, have no plan, business no license. Exactly. No tax ID. But you respect 
whatever you're praying to to bless just what you have fall in your lap yeah, it doesn't work that way no you have to do the work you have to do the work it. behind it because that's how you end up manifesting because it has to be sincere exactly because you, you it's sincere because you're actually putting the groundwork into it and you're working hard you're working towards it you can't just see it you have to act on it yes come on come on now you can't do like, that y'all have to help your own selves and i feel like Y'all asking for this prayer, 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 but again, expect more, demand more, like set your expectations high and let it be known and tell niggas you not to be played with, but also act on that shit. Yeah. When someone does something, um, fucked up that you're like, yo, I can't, I can't rock with this. Move the fuck on. Mm Mm-hmm. I was just telling um, someone the other day, like, stop letting these niggas haunt you. Leave these niggas alone. Once they do some shit that um, disrespects you or you can't ever look at them the same way or, you know, anytime someone just does something to have you feeling away, it's time to move on. We love giving all of these chances to all this other shit because I get it. Sometimes you don't want to sleep alone at night or sometimes you just want conversation or something. But... Most of the time, it's not worth it. Because that person yeah, just wants you not. in that same situation. Sometimes it's not worth it. You know, it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of times it's not. But, I mean, you know, actually, I was reading something recently. I was listening to something where it was basically saying, like, we're so... Like, when somebody fucks up one time, we're so quick to cut them off. We don't give them a chance to rectify the situation. But I think there's levels to that shit, though. Always levels. It's levels to that shit. It's like if this motherfucker is kissing a bitch in front of you, and you know, he doesn't respect you clearly. If you know, he's not paying his side of the rent, and he has the money, but he's buying here buying shoes and shit like that, and you know, try to force some people. There's certain things that you just can't you can't put up with. But it's like little trivial things. You just have to learn how to um, see what is worth fighting for and what's not. Some things can be corrected. Give people give people a chance too. But also to just be able to learn how to filter out the fuck shit. I also think sometimes you have to end certain relationships, whether it be a friendship or relationship, whatever, um, just to make a point. Just mm-hmm. to teach a person a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it hurts you. Like, I had a friend I had to let go of. That shit hurt me to the core. But I just knew, A, I would never be able to respect that person yeah. um, the same way I used to. And B, I would never trust them. And so if I held on, I knew that if I held on to the relationship, I wouldn't be able to give it 100% because there would never be any real trust there ever beyond right. that. And to me, it's just like, if I can't give this person 100%, there's no point. Mm-hmm. If I have to, um, you know, have a friendship with one eye open, there's no point. So, you know, I, don't know, I just feel like sometimes we hold on to things for comfort but sometimes you gotta let that shit go, yeah, and you not, will be uncomfortable. But maybe right. a year or months from then, you will you will sleep better, and you will then be a better person. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna be real honest with y'all, right? Recently, me and Nikki had to cut off a friend. Like this girl, I see. I'm a spiritual person. <laughs> I want Nikki on the show. Yeah, Nick, me, you, and Nikki. Yeah, yeah I, Nikki could tell you the story. We and tell Nikki. Matter of fact, you know the story because fucking girl Lauren was fucking there. I know the story, but tell yeah. Nikki. Nikki needs Nikki, Nikki. Come. I don't think she's gonna be here. And y'all week, get though. one of Nikki plates. Yeah, I don't think Nikki gonna be here next week. Nikki's but, kitchen underscore Nikki's kitchen on Instagram with we, two K's. We no, it's one. No, it is two K's. I'm bugging. 
How I know this? Yeah, shut up. (laughs) So, the thing is, this girl has been literally... Nikki brought her into our circle. Because Nikki always going to be the fucking, you know, the the ray of sunshine and everything, right? And, I don't get me wrong, I liked her in the beginning. But I felt like, over time, she was literally draining me. She was draining all of us. See, I was the only motherfucker that said something to the girl. Because I'm always the one that has to be the, the you know, the, the be the voice of reason. Um, and it got to a point where I stopped, I stopped answering this girl's call. Oh, I was lying, saying, oh, I'm with my man right now, whatever. And I'm not dead being in the bed eating ice cream. Because it was just, she was just always draining you and over, like, over overbearing especially with a lot of her her issues with her man like first thing in the morning she wake you up at seven o'clock in the morning like oh this motherfucker did that uh, uh, your, your day is ruined like you it drains your energy so anyway so high drama is a lot of drama a lot a lot of drama like it, i got to a point like a lot of my male friends t- said like don't even invite her out mm. please don't bring that bitch just bad vibes and that's bad because you're a pretty girl and guys don't want you around that's a fucking problem. And men always want beautiful women. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And they be like, do not bring that girl around. That, that bitch is problems. So, um, an incident happened with, at, with, for like around Nikki's birthday. And me and Nikki and her got into it. And I said, this is it. Like, And I told Nikki months prior to this. I said, I cannot be her friend no more. It is literally draining me. And I realized once, like once we cut her off, when I mean shit started to fall into place. Mm-hmm. Like, come on with the sermon. I'm, I'm telling you, when you start, when you let go of that negative shit, or people who are literally leeches and sucking your energy dry, you will see how things will fall into place. I realized that I was taking on this girl's burden mm. and her problems, and and I realized a lot of times what was going on in her life too is that she was taking on the burdens of the men that she was dealing with, mm. and so it's. That's the reason why shit wasn't going right for her. And that was that was but that's her comfort zone. Exactly. Like, that's exactly her my point. And when shit is going smooth, she probably don't know what to do with herself. And let me tell you, it's a scientific fact that energy transfers. It's a scientific fact. So if you are con- in a constant state of negativity, whether you allow somebody to piss you off, whether it's your, your spouse, a friend, a family member, or whatever it is. You cannot manifest anything into your life. You're not going to get that fucking job you want. Okay? You're not going to get that house. You're, that business ain't happening. And if it does, it's going to be a struggle. When I'm telling you I let that bitch go, and I mean bitch in the most sincerest way, in the nicest way, shit came together. Shit came together. So imagine if you let this guy go or this woman go that you're actually becoming physically phys- intimate with when you're intimate with that person it's oh that's even worse because you guys are definitely trans transferring energy to each other you'll see a difference in your life mm-hmm. trust me trust me man i swear nikki got all these fucking caterings i mean she always got caterings but this bitch is getting caterings and all these business opportunities I got the same business opportunities. Like it's so many things. When you let go of those leeches, you'll be fine. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna feel weird a little bit because you're not used to it. Fuck it. Fuck it. R- read a book or something to, to to take up some time. Go to a museum. Do something new. 
Yeah, I, t- I think sometimes we don't we don't know how much people actually affect us. Me- what? Until after, like, like you said, you let that person go, and then you're like, whoo. When I mean, I, I was a breath of fresh air. I, n- I never had anyone in my life that sucked me dry first thing in the morning. I, 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 you know, like you plan your day out, like, oh, tomorrow's gonna be a good day. I got this going, I got that, whatever the case may be. No. She called you and how you stressed out? I'm like, oh my God, I fuck, fuck it, I gotta take a nap. I'll take a nap. Also, it sounds like she was like a complainer that didn't ever do anything about it. She was oh, just like, yeah, oh, exactly. let me complain and then I'll start again in two days. Like, yeah, no, I don't have time for that. I, I, I just felt like I'm in a space right now. I'm only getting older. I'm 29 years, about to be 29 years old next year. I don't need anyone that is going to suck me dry. I don't need no man in my life that's going to suck me dry. I don't need no family members that's going to suck me dry. I don't, I don't need any friends that's going to suck me dry. Because they will prevent you from manifesting for what you what you want to get in mm-hmm. life. You just surround it. You know how many times you're going to have to sage your apartment if they fucking in there constantly every day? We have to stop dealing with people, especially becoming intimate with people who are always in a constant negative space. Mm-hmm. We should not take on their burdens. And also, I feel like our, your intuition tells you when something is bad. Or something like yes. that. Yes! Tr- when, when, like you said about the Chloe thing, like I, I can always kind of feel when something's off, right? Or when something where she is about to hit the fan, or like I get feelings, and so I think we do that. But instead of ignoring those, sit it, like take a minute, take a moment, sit with it, and kind of like try to take it in and really decipher what's going on. Exactly. I feel like people don't do that. They don't. They don't. Um, your your body. It, your spirit will tell you whether you I don't give a fuck if you're a Christian I don't give a fuck if you're a Muslim Buddhist whatever you're into whatever you want to call your spiritual guides your angels your ancestors whatever it is something is going to communicate with you and they're gonna they're probably gonna make you sick it's gonna it's gonna you're gonna dream about it something's going to happen be prepared and be on the lookout and be ready to to ready for war and not talking about like physically but Ready to just be Shit, like, okay. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> cut people up. Because <laughs> you got shit you gotta do in this lifetime. Think about it. It's We got six months left until 2020. 2020 is about to be here. Yeah. If we don't cut the motherfuckers off now, what are we gonna accomplish? But I also think that with age, uh, I well, I can speak for myself. Like, the older I am, the less tolerance I have for certain things. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so sometimes people are young and oh, so yeah. they have to get there or sometimes it's also people haven't been through enough sometimes i think and so they're more um prone to like dealing with more bullshit but i think because i'm 30 and also i feel like i kind of grew up in some funny ass situations where i was like all right i'm not doing this this and this like i've i kind of I've actually always not been here for the shit but i've been here for a little shit yeah more shit than i should have been here for um but yeah i do think sometimes you just got to get a bit older oh no no i i concur but this particular woman she's been through enough shit that she should know better excuse me she should know better Mm -hmm. but i think she's always in a constant state of drama from all aspects all aspects of her life so it's she she i think with her she's seen that we were like 
I guess like peace in a sense mm-hmm. so she just let it out on us and to me I'm not used to that cause my friends we all go through shit you know, and we always vent to each other about it but it was it's the way she was doing it and it was no consideration like you can't call me and ask me how my day was how you feeling this morning you know, that's I hate what, those people who always revert everything back to them in yeah. the conversation or like you said she would call you and the first thing it was was talking about what she was going through with whoever she yeah. was dating and Man, some people have to live in constant chaos, and I feel like people like that get away from them because you'll be so caught up in their bullshit. Mm hmm. Man, I was just telling one of my homegirls over the weekend. Oh no, I think Friday. I was telling her, I was she was, you know, venting me about a situation. I had to keep reiterating to her, do not take on no one else's burdens. Mm -hmm. You're not in a space like we, I feel like we get into these spaces where, especially when we're dating people that we make their business ours and we ha- we are ha- we still have two separate lives within the day and sometimes we you know we're drowning it ourselves and we're still trying to save other people you can't do that if you're not in a position to save people you can't do that and i know like we love the men in our lives and we love the women in our lives and especially our spouses but some things we just have to let them figure it out on their own because you're not going to get anything accomplished taking on other people's problems mm-hmm. you can't and then that energy transfers mm-hmm. and now you having a shitty day you walking around man you don't even man, know why will fuck your chakras up so goddamn bad man, I, I smoke out my crystals like every other day because i just want to make sure that i wasn't on the train with nobody <laughs> that is has a bad fucking space i'm so serious like i'm serious y'all have to be careful especially with dealing with people who have trauma man did i tell you about this guy i was talking to this boy is so fucked up. Like, with trauma, with trauma mainly from friends. Mm. And, like, his mother. He had a lot of issues. And I literally had to tell him I could not date him. We never was intimate or anything like that. He was just interested in me. And I said, I said, you need to go to therapy or you need to do something. Maybe you need to get talk to a pastor or something because there's nothing I can do for you here. Because I, if I allow you in my life any further, you're only going to fuck my shit up. And he was just like, and he wow. would probably he would have probably drained you. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sorry, I cannot take this on. I'm sorry, I can't. And was that from like conversation? Or- oh, he we was in a car. Um, we went to get drinks, and he was dropping me off home, and he was telling me everything that he went through. And we was coming back from the city a while ago, and I said to him, I said, honestly, you have a lot of issues that I cannot help you with, and you have to find a way to deal with it because you're going to block your blessings and you're going to block your chakras like it's nothing's going to come your way and a lot of things haven't was not going his way and that's because you're not dealing with it Mm. i feel like men feel like they have to mask everything and suppress it and it's eating them alive it is affecting them on the daily basis so imagine me having imagine me having sex with this guy all all his demons is going to come into me all his demons is gonna be on to me, and then shit's gonna start falling apart. My house gonna catch on fire. Fucking, I don't know. Something else might happen. No, I don't need none of that. I said thank you for letting me know. But I this is something I cannot deal with. Sorry. You know another thing that I feel like I'm noticing is, I feel like a lot of people 
all right we all need help right we all need therapy right so you know some people need more than others Mm -hmm. but i feel like sometimes people think that therapy is the only answer and because a lot of like therapy a session right is 200 something dollars yeah and I feel like for some people, it's like, oh, well, if I can't go to therapy, I can't get help. And I feel like there are so many ways to help you with your uh, with what you're going through. And mm-hmm. from things like podcasts, like meditation podcasts, or I listen to like a daily quote podcast. I think it's so inspiring or, you know, books um like just going to the library taking out healing books i remember one thing i want to work on is forgiveness Mm -hmm. i have two people in my life that i need to fucking forgive asap Mm -hmm. because both situations are haunting me and it's like i want to forgive them because i'm so tired of walking around being mad at them Mm-hmm. Right, and I probably I know these probably two, these these two people probably not even think about me. Mm-hmm. And I like I googled a book on forgiveness the other day because I was like, and I know if I'm not gonna be able to forgive these people overnight, but I need to start the healing. Right. Like I need to, and I feel like I've been working on it. But I remember just like the other day because I was thinking about one of the situations, uh like literally out loud i was like god i need to forgive person one and person two like i said i have to forgive these people because it's messing up me like it's messing up like i'm waking up mad at situations that happened last year or the year no i want to move past this shit and um and so i think that we have to and yeah i do go to therapy um but i go twice a month Um, Because it's like, it's not free for me anymore. So I have to go twice a month. And, but I still have to do healing outside of those sessions. And so I think, like I said, sometimes because uh, we can't afford those sessions, we don't do anything about it. And I'm just saying like, there are other ways, whether it be a podcast, sometimes even a close friend that you can speak to. And again, I know sometimes we don't want to speak to people about our issues because we don't want to be heavy on them. But, like, sometimes you just need somebody to talk to. Yeah, no, it's, that's totally different. Like, you you know, I I, I think it's important to, to, to let things out. Mm-hmm. But it's also you have to take in consideration of other people as well. I agree. Because when you, you constantly regurgitating all your issues on somebody every day you're weighing that person down also if it's like the same shit oh and I, cause at some point i'm time. gonna be like okay we gotta find a solution because this is becoming too much mm-hmm. are we going to do x y and z or we're not because if we're not gonna do anything about it then i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear about it um but for me personally i've been on a new spiritual journey for almost a year now um most people may not agree with it, but I'm I'm more like a Nipsey Hussle's mom. Um, I deal with my ancestors. I believe in my spiritual guides. Um, I don't consider myself a Christian anymore um, because Christians don't really <laughs> put and do what I do. Um, but I personally been at more peace, learning how to meditate, learning how to... It, it, I learned how to let a lot of things go. Mm-hmm. Especially let, learn how to let things go on my own, own terms. And I've been at peace ever since. And... If something that you've been doing traditionally has not worked for you, it's okay to seek other options. Yes. Because I grew up in a Baptist church and some things just did not sit right for me and I didn't feel comfortable. And 
when I started this new path, I I just feel at peace. I don't know. I just feel. I just learn how to let let it go, and I feel like it gives it gives me more control over my destiny. It gives me more power, um, and I'm able just to be like y'all. I can always go to my bloodline, my ancestors. My, they could be your spiritual guides because I I realize a lot of people reject that this idea. But I mean, even the movies you think about it. Sometimes you ever seen a movie where somebody's grandmother's protecting them from something, or like their aunt or their dad. Like that is those are your ancestors, hmm. essentially. I feel like some people are more in tune with it than others, though. Right. No, and that's totally fine. But I'm just saying, you know, I just feel like for me to get the peace that I wanted, I had to, I had to leave the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I may get criticism and whatever it is i don't particularly give a fuck because it's my life and well why would you get criticism from that? um like, because like, like you're calling for the devil or something like it, that. no that's because, but crazy. that's people because people all right technically this is where the whole idea of zombies come from the whole zombie come from because when uh, uh, okay how about this every most most ethnic groups or countries in this world they have some type of spirituality, mainly dealing with their ancestors or whatever. If you go into any Thai restaurant, like a mom and pop Thai restaurant, you're going to see a little, a little altar. Mm-hmm. It may not be for Buddha. It may most likely be for their ancestors. Everybody, go, and Most people tr- give contributions to their ancestors. So when colonialism and colonization happened, and say, for example, when Africans came over here, Africans are well Yoruba is really based off of like honoring your your bloodline your ancestors and things like that they demonized it and said that you're raising the dead Mm. so they think like Hollywood made it even worse by saying these are zombies this is where the whole zombie came from and that's where the whole voodoo thing and voodoo is the devil and all this which is bullshit but that's pretty much what it is it's like okay you're honoring you know just saying you know thank you for looking out for me you oh, know, my I don't see nothing wrong in that. But that's but if you don't know what it is, you automatically thinking like Mm-mm, you don't know what you're dealing with. You dealing with different spirits or whatever What's the case that? may be. As long as you ain't telling me to slice my wrist, to oh, slip my wrist, yeah, no, and it, drop it in the cup. No, no, But everybody, but that's but then Azalea again, banks with the chicken. But that's in the closet. she was dealing with Santeria. But then that's a whole different thing. You are dealing with different deities and like some certain gods or goddesses act like blood sacrifices. But that's a whole. You have to be into that. But, um, you know, when I started doing that and I learned to give it to them and I actually seen like a difference in my life, you know, it helped me out. Now, I'm not saying everybody has to agree with it because I don't I don't tell people what to believe in or because there have been a million years that I think that I would be leaving the church. But I found peace this way. I left the church when I was old enough. <laughs> I was like, I got my own relationship with the Lord. Yeah, I do you know right in life. I'm a good person. Kirk, I don't get bad energy. Like Even Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin is not a religious person. He does not. He will tell you the first thing. He's like, I don't believe in religion. Kirk Franklin is a spiritual person. He has a relationship with God. That's it. He don't, have, he don't believe in the structural religion. And I, I kind of don't believe in it either. But I felt like the, the shit that I was going through in my life at the time, I had to find another option and this was brought to me where i was able to be i found peace in it i'm able to let things go quickly i'm just happier that's amazing and you know learning how to meditate and just being able to just say 
I'm free. I I can let go. I can let go. Yeah. Same. And it's awesome. It was it's awesome to honestly like get into it or whatever. You know, I'm not I'm not saying you have to get into it. I'm not saying you you know I'm not, I don't practice voodoo. People think I practice voodoo. I don't practice voodoo. That's a whole religion that you have to get initiated into. That's not what I do. Um, but it's um, it's a it's very refreshing to have other options. So if you keep going to the church, and you're not getting options and you're not, you're not feeling at peace or or therapy, therapy you know, seek or, this option or, you know, there's so yeah. many other ones that you could do. Yeah. And I feel like we just have to um, we have to dig deep. But I know someone was at said that we need to talk about mental health in the black community. So I felt like that kind of. Yeah, Sum that part up. Yeah, I mean mental health, but but that but that goes back to you. I think especially in our communities, a lot of us are Catholic or Christian, and sometimes we are. What I found in my church is that it condemned a lot of things. It wasn't welcoming. Yeah, for sure. So how can somebody who's battling something feel comfortable to go to a, a deacon or a deaconess or to an usher or the pastor? To come to have to talk about something that they're battling when you're gonna get shunned, or you're afraid that people gonna know what you're going through with your business, and also very contradicting too. Yeah, so very contradicting. Like, mm. So, I I think that I think a lot of us are now is it's because of social media and things like that, we're able to have different outlets to speak on it, mm-hmm. um, and it's okay to like I said, it's okay to step away from what you were raising because it may not be for you. Mm-hmm. It may not be for you. And whatever brings you peace at the end of the day, as long as you ain't killing nobody, you ain't hurting no, no one or anything, like animals and stuff like that, you're good. You know, you just have to do what's best for you because it's your life. you the one that has to be sane at the end of the day. Exactly. So, you know, try it out. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, find a way though. Because I feel like people just like, oh, I can't do that, so, you know. Oh, I can't afford this, and I can't afford that, so I'm just going to continue being a fucked up person. Yeah, and, no. Uh, and that's not cool. Mm-hmm. And so, whatever way, or, you know, like I said, just no chicken ceremonies, <laughs> no giving people away, no slicing wrists, no no charmed bullshit. What's charm? Oh, you talking about what? <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are you charmed? talking about the show? <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy. Okay, what else do I have? Um... Nikki's new song. I think Nikki's new song it's is trash. Um, I think. Don't get me wrong. I think it's like it's cute, but no, it's I don't terrible. think it's anything special. It's terrible. I think to me that's like a seat filler. You know what? I, you know what it is. When I hear the name Megatron, I would never thought about that song. I thought she was gonna G- go spar give from us bar. like, like you know that like yes. fucking monster shit, like how she was on um, Monster with Rick Ross and Kanye and Jay Z. She said. And I was like, nah, miss me with this shit. I said, nah, I'm good. I'm all the way good. I said, no way this is the song. I was very... Why would you name that song Megatron? Yeah. Or maybe she maybe she getting ready for some crazy shit. And I don't know. I just... People like it, but I don't. I I'm thought, not a Nicki fan anyway. But I, I still think she gets sick. She's a good rapper. Yeah. But I just don't think that um, that song was it. Yeah, I don't think it's it either. But I think it's just an okay song. I think it's very mediocre. But yeah, I know I'm a part-time Barb. And I'm I'm always staying with Nikki. Why? She just got to That's just not my cup of tea. Like, it's, it's definitely not going to get a download in my phone. It's not going to get a stream. Because it's not. It's not popping. It's not hot. 
And I think she should have just named it Bratatata or something like that. I don't know if Megatron was the right name for that song. It yeah. made no sense to me. I do think it was funny that she called Miley Cyrus a uh, Purdue chicken. Oh, yes. That, yes. Yeah, so Miley Cyrus did some bullshit. No one has even been thinking about Nikki and Cardi. They both chilled out. They're not talking about each other no more. They're both doing their thing. And you talking about, I like Nikki, but I listen to Cardi in a song. Come on, bro. Yeah. Stop trying to get clicks and downloads and uh, press. Mm-hmm. Don't use these two women and their beef to your advantage. And it actually did nothing. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. And she said that you was sucking Mike Will Dick. I believe it. She. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, she did say that, too. Mm. But isn't she in a relationship? Who? Oh, maybe that was wild. No, she's married. Well, you know, Molly Cyrus was on and off with that one guy, but they're married now. Okay. But you know, I stopped. I stopped fucking with Miley once she, cause she was black. She said she was like, "Oh, let me be black," and then she went back to being white, and then she shit it all over rap music. And I was oh, like, "Oh yes. Oh, but you was twerking and you was doing all this and that, and now you saying, oh." Something you don't like it or because the, uh, or the music is demeaning yes, it's, it's a- only talking about women and I was, I was just like oh I, I see what you did and that's why I'm always like yo we need to let's stop letting white people into these fucking spaces stop inviting everybody to the cookout yes no they don't need to be there cause we was all cool with Miley like well I was like alright cool Miley and she turned around and shit it on uh-huh. and then now she came back with an apology years later cause she coming out with a new album nobody listen to that shit no I'm surprised that Billy Ray, wasn't Billy, her father Billy Ray Cyrus he got the horses in the back was on that shit he I didn't even know he was I didn't even know he went to Howard nothing. I didn't know that either Tell I know he was a culture shock he's like uh this is a little different. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, Any more questions? No. We're going to wrap up the episode this week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. My apartment is hot, so it's, it's <laughs> hot in here. Um, I have to get like an AC. But thank you all for listening. Again, if you haven't, please go on iTunes Podcast and leave me a really nice review. You got anything to say, Yaya? Uh-uh. Yaya tired. Yeah, you know, I'm just yawning because I take a nap today. I always take a nap, but I'm good. I mean, my back hurts, but I'm fine. Bye. Good night.